Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Three, two, one. But I've worked it out. I love to listen to your podcast. Whenever you say something, other people react to it. Taking my breath away, Aaron. Fern Lundquist joins me. Hall of Famer Jim Calhoun. NASCAR icon Dale Earnhardt Jr. Kirk Herbstreet is on the phone. Welcome in, episode five. Fifty-five for the podcast. Oh, yeah, so the America, the Air Force Sports Podcast. It is Monday, July eleventh, two thousand twenty-two. People. I hope everybody's doing well. I hope everybody is having a great day, and I hope everybody is ready for a different sort of week here on the Aaron Torres Sports Podcast. So here's the deal. It's summertime. Obviously, many of you, I hope all of you have a chance to get away, spend time with friends and family. For me, this is really kind of the last week that I can really get away, right? SEC media days are coming up. Football will be here. Before you know it, it will be Labor Day. We'll be talking Oregon, Georgia, and uh, whatever. Florida, Utah, and what's the other big game? LSU, Florida State, Ohio State, Notre Dame. So I am away this week, and as part of, rather than just leaving you empty-handed, leaving you with nothing to do on your Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings, Monday, Wednesday, Friday commutes, I have gone ahead and done three pre-recorded interviews with three guys that I have really grown to respect in the medium. Today, I'm going to welcome on a very good friend of mine, Trey Wallace from Outkick.com. Some of you know Trey. He is uh, a guy that, that really broke one of the biggest stories in college football over the last few years. It was the one surrounding um, Jeremy Pruitt, the former head coach at Tennessee. Trey was the one that broke the story that there was stuff going on in the program. He has since moved on to OutKick, and he's just really somebody that I have grown to like and respect, and I just value his friendship. I got to know him when he was hosting radio in Knoxville. He now covers the SEC and college football at, a lo- at large, and this is an interview that I really do think you are going to enjoy. He talks about his career. For those of you young people that are thinking of maybe a future in sports, he talks about the grind. The sacrifice, the fact that you got to give up holidays and weekends and nights and all of the things that we cherish with friends and family to have the success that he has had. We also talk, by the way, very quickly about the future of college football. Uh, as I'm recording this intro here, uh, there has been no movement beyond, uh, beyond USC and UCLA. We know something's coming, and Trey kind of hints that he thinks something big is coming up here over the next few days. Trey Wallace, OutKick.com. I should mention on Wednesday, Josh Pate, 24-7. Many of you know him. Really fun interview with him. Friday, John Fanta. Finally, what I would just say before we get to Trey Wallace, do me a couple favors. One, 
Make sure to subscribe to the podcast if you're not already. Apple, Spotify, Amazon, music, Google Music, all that good stuff. Uh, rate and review the show. Leave me questions for the next mailbag in the, uh, in the uh, uh, ratings and reviews. You can go on iTunes, leave another rating and review. But finally, what I would say is this. If you can do me one quick favor, and that is find Trey on Twitter, at Trey Wallace underscore. Let him know if you enjoy this interview, how much you enjoyed it, and how much you appreciate him joining the Aratora Sports Podcast. I say it all the time, but we're all busy, and the best way to get people to download a show like this, the best, excuse me, the best way to get big-time guests to come on this show is to let them know that they, their time is appreciated. So if you can, shoot them a quick tweet. Same with Josh Pate. We'll give you all that information on Wednesday and John Fanta on Friday. With that said, there is no more time to waste. Let's get to my long-form interview. Really fun. Really think you're going to enjoy this with Trey Wallace from OutKick.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, joining me via Zoom, um, y'all say this. There's not many guys left in the media that I still consider to be friends. I usually say something that makes people mad, uh, and, and I get whatever. But Trey Wallace, you're a guy, man. You know, we've known each other about five, six years. We talk a lot, of, uh, you know, on air. Well, not really on air, but I think it's the first time you've been on the show, but off air. Uh, I value your friendship. I've enjoyed watching your career ascend, and I appreciate you on vacation making a few minutes to chat with, uh, with me here, man. How you doing? Man, I'm great, buddy. I'm good. Just trying to, you know what? I, I wanted to, after the College World Series ended, man, it was just nonstop from football. And then we had basketball and then we had college baseball. And then I was like, okay, time to take a minute. Let's recharge the batteries. You know, we got SEC media days coming up, Pac 12, if it's still out there, media days, Big Ten. So I'm good, man. I'm just I'm just taking a little break and uh, and and ready to get back on the grind here in a couple of weeks. So first of all, we all see you working basically seven days a week from, uh, you know, probably late July till till whatever it was late June with the College World Series. First of all, what does Trey Wallace do when he's unwinding and there's no SEC football, baseball, or basketball to watch? 
I mean, it's tough. I, I try to get away and I try to turn off. Like it, it, it was interesting. Like I'd, I'd, I'd taken a couple of days, went down to the beach previously, recently, and then all of a sudden chaos ensues with USC and, and UCLA. And like, I had to have that Aaron and you know me. So like the urge not to get on the computer and to just start working on stuff because I knew it would never stop. That was difficult, especially during a time where college football and college athletics in general are, are changing so much. And we're seeing that right now. So, you know, I'm, I'm trying to keep my finger on the pulse of things. Um, but it's, you know, it, like somebody told me, man, if you don't step back now, you're not going to step back. You're not going to have another break for at least another eight, nine months. So, you know, it's just downtime. It's getting away from social media if i can you know i might scroll it once or twice during the day and and see what i've missed but if any breaking news has come across i'm getting a text message from sources stuff like that to say hey get ready something's happening so it's never really downtime aaron but it's just a nice way to kind of break away yeah it's interesting this will run while i'm on vacation and my wife and her family usually go to mexico and it's nice because it's it's hard to get access to anything there uh, you know, the internet, this, that, the other thing this year, we're going down a, a you know, like Florida, Fort Lauderdale area, just because of whatever. And I'm afraid, like, I'm nervous because it's, it, you know, I'm going to be connected to Wi-Fi like I would be at my house and I'm not bringing the computer. I'm not bringing, uh, you know, recording equipment, nothing. So uh, about a week from now, I'll very much be in the same shoes as you and, and you know, in college sports in a week, uh, you know, the, the whole landscape could be different. So real quick, you know, I was thinking about this. So you and I kind of got tight. Uh, you were working at Fox Sports Knoxville at the time. Uh, I think it was really around the time when, when Rick Barnes and, and those guys really started to ascend in basketball. I don't really know a ton about your background. I mean, so so where did you grow up? I mean, I know you grew up in the SEC footprint. Um, was sports always your passion? You know, one thing that I find in, in our career is that I think the people that have the most success, They've loved this stuff since, you know, since they could walk, they'd be doing this for free if they could. And they've been fortunate enough to find a way to get paid to do it. Were you always a, a sports fan? Did you play sports? I mean, I'm just curious on your background. I really, like I said, I've known you really well for about five, six years, but don't, don't know a ton about, you know, where you came from, all that good stuff. You know what? I, I started, so I, I played a little bit of high school football. Then I transitioned to soccer um, and, uh, and played a lot of that. Um, but I was always the sports fan. I was always traveling to football games. I think I went to my first football game when I was two years old. Um, and we have it spaced out in our family. You know, my little brothers are Auburn graduates. You know, Tennessee, my dad's Tennessee. Mom has Baton Rouge roots. You know, so we're kind of spread out. But a lot of times it was either, you know, packing up the car, going to Neyland Stadium, hanging out with my dad. Uh, going to Auburn games because uh, I, I, I'm from Mobile, Alabama. So I'm I'm right there along the Gulf Coast where you've got LSU one way, Florida State pretty close the next way. Then you got Auburn, Alabama, you know, Tennessee, eight hours away and whatnot. But, you know, I, I got started in this and I started having a passion. It's crazy. Uh, there was I was at the Senior Bowl um, in Mobile. And a lot of times if you're a younger person you go down to the senior bowl and you want to get autographs of the players that are there and i remember sitting in the lobby and this is how i got started with with what i wanted to do i was i think i was 12 um and i was sitting there waiting on some players to get an autograph and a reporter came up to me and his name was mike griffith he covers georgia now 
and he and he started asking me questions. I remember it vividly. And then he wrote an article about me uh, being down there, being a fan, getting autographs and whatnot. And and then I visualized it. I saw it in the newspaper, and I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. Like this is like this is cool. Like this is what I want to do. And I was young at the time, but then it kept going on. Like I went to a few broadcasting camps. Uh, while, while, you know, in, in uh, freshman, sophomore year of high school, while kids are going out and getting slammed during the summer and having a great time, I'm sitting here trying to learn this business and it, and it never stopped, man. I remember, I remember being a junior in high school, man. And I was an overnight board op at a sports radio station, meaning you don't do anything. You just make sure it doesn't go crazy and nothing happens and the power goes off or whatnot. But I remember doing those from, you know, I would be 11 o'clock at night till six o'clock in the morning. This was on weekends, you know, not, not during the school days. And then the summer, it was even crazier. So I got started like that. And, and, I, and I went to school for it, University of South Alabama, John Pelfrey, was the coach at the time when I was um, uh, working with the athletic department with the Jaguars, uh, South Alabama Jaguars at the time. And it never went away. It was always a passion. I was working in local radio and then I started writing. Uh, so you're covering Alabama, Auburn, different teams in the state. And then progressively down the road, I, I made my way to, to Nashville, Tennessee. And, and I worked for the readoptional.com um, and, and covered the Southeastern Conference and you know, luckily broke a few stories, a couple of big stories um, with, with Jim McElwain and Kevin Sumlin and a couple other different things. And you know what? I, I finally, you know, nine years ago, it was like, okay, you know, here we go. You know what I mean? And, and I got in that mode and, um, you know, it's, it's paid off, Aaron. You know this. This is a nonstop job. And I just, you know, a lot of people will say, and I'm kind of getting deep here, but I kind of, I kind of pushed away everything else, Aaron, and I kind of just focused on making it in this business, and it's tough in this business. So, I ended up doing that, man, and and that's kind of where we stand now. It's it's you know a lot of hard work and grind, but it got it all got started from me getting an autograph, and I forgot the player's name, but me getting an autograph at the Senior Bowl uh, inside the hotel lobby and really triggered to where I'm at now. So it, it, it's been wild, it's been a crazy ride, but but I'll never forget how I got started and, and what got me going in this business. You know, it's really funny. The one thing that I've learned, and I don't know all of these guys, but everyone in our business if you don't have a work ethic, you're just not going to make it. You know, first of all, I always joke, you know, greatest thing about my wife, she understands I work nights, I work weekends, I'm hosting radio basically every Saturday. So, you know, Saturday nights when everybody else is doing whatever, um, you, you know, I could go through, you know, Skip Bayless, I don't know him personally, but he's in studio at 3 a.m. every day for a 6.30 call time, uh, on and on down the list. I mean, as you look back to the successes that you've had, and I'm sure young people ask you all the time, is that the number one piece of advice? Like if you're not willing to put either a lot of stuff aside or, you know, I'm one of the fortunate ones. I have a, a woman who understands a family who understands. Uh, is that like the biggest piece of advice? Because I, I don't think the one thing that I've found in this business, there's no shortcuts to long-term success. No, there there's not. And it's, and it's a, it's a grind that, you better be ready for like it, you know, like some of the broadcasters, you know, when they, when they come up, okay. You know, they graduate college and they're sent to Wichita 
or something along those lines, you know, uh, to, to work in, in TV, you know, TV studio production, you know, with with coming out, you know, of journalism school and, and getting ready for something like this or trying to prepare yourself. It is a grind, man. You don't stop. And, and I was the type of kid too. you know, I was always involved. I always loved newspapers. I always loved reading. Like I, when I was in high school, you know, every morning, you know, it's, it's getting a cup of coffee and I was reading the sports section of my newspaper. And I, I think it was that kind of mentality instilled into me, uh, hard work and dedication. My father and my mother did it, different jobs, different aspects. But you don't stop, man. And, and that's the thing. If you want to, it's different in today's society because you can hop on Instagram or you can hop on TikTok and you can do videos and whatnot and, 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 and you'll blow up. Okay, because of the, the new social media. But I don't think, I, I think it's different compared to where I was and others were in the business years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, compared to where we are right now. And, and I think that if you're, if you work hard enough and you grind hard enough, and, and when I say grind hard enough, I mean, you know, I'll give you an instance that the, the Tennessee investigation into Jeremy Pruitt. Uh, I didn't sleep for a month and a half. And, and I, and I mean that I was maybe two to three hours of sleep a night. Um, I first got, you know, uh, uh, I had five or six sources on the story and I was grinding, let's see a week before Thanksgiving. And I didn't stop grinding until it First off, it broke, and then Jeremy Pruitt was, was let go, and his staff was let go. Most of his staff was let go for infractions. So that is, that's a month, month and a half, where I was just grinding every single day. I was traveling. Um, people, it, you know, did. Be, yeah, people that did. Thanksgiving, that Thanksgiving, your family and you are trying to sit down for a meal. What sacrifices did you have to make? Did you show up? Did they understand all that? I, I showed up, but I wasn't around. I, I showed up, but I wasn't around, and and, and 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 that's the God's honest truth, and they tell you that. I I was either upstairs on the phones working uh, the, the contacts and sources that I had, or I was already starting to write the story um, and, and taking notes. I mean, I, it's funny. I went back the other day, and I was kind of cleaning up my computer and whatnot and kind of clearing up some storage space, and we have notes, you know, on MacBooks and whatnot. And I literally had six pages of notes from that. And, and, I, and I look back on it now and, and all the, the craziness that went into it, they understood. Here's the funny part, too. I couldn't tell them what I was doing because there was, I have so many different family members. Like, I don't know if they're, and, and I love them and I trust them, <laughs> but I don't know if they're on Facebook or I don't know if they're on like Instagram and they might pop off and say something, oh, Tennessee under investigation, or my cousin is so cool. He's working on this big story about Tennessee. I'm like, whoa, no. So nobody really knew about it. I didn't, I didn't tell anybody. And there was one person, and I think two, because I had mentioned it to you, actually, during that time that was going on. I had, I had mentioned it to you that I was working on the story, but there were only two people. It was you and it was uh, our buddy, Russell Smith. Those were the only two people that knew I was working on the story, just not just because I didn't trust anybody, but in this business, you have to understand, and you get it, and a lot of people get it, 
word travels really quick. So if you if you start working on something and somebody gets a little sneak peek of it, you know, it, it could go on. It, it was the same thing, and not to go too long, it was the same thing with the um, when the Florida football players were caught up in the, the, the credit card scandal under Jim McElwain uh, years ago. Um, that was something where I was going in and out of Gainesville without anybody knowing about it. But, like, that's the hard work you have to do. I was catching flights in and out of Gainesville. You know, and it's funny, I got a reminder about that actually two weeks ago because Ben Tobias, uh, who was the um, press press relations guy for the Gainesville Police Department, you know, he sent me a DM on Twitter, and I was like, whoa, okay, that's weird. And he goes, man, I just wanted you to know you did a fantastic job. I would come out of briefings, and I would literally wait for your phone call because I knew it was coming. And, and, and those are the type of, like, compliments – like he was complimenting, and, and I appreciated that. Um, but it, but I'm telling you, there's so much hard work that goes into it, and and everybody else is doing a fantastic job up there. And I don't think that, and I don't know this, but I don't think that people truly grasp if you want to make it in this business and make it, make it, you have got to sacrifice so much, and that's holidays, that's birthdays, that's girlfriends, that's wives. And if they're not on the same page with you, then it's not going to work out. And you understand that because you're always grinding. I understand that because you know, I've got a great girl. She understands that, you know, there's going to be times where I'm not going to be around. And if I'm around, I'm not really around. You know, I'm, 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 I'm always working on something. So those are just kind of a couple of examples of just kind of how crazy it can get. Um, but you have to prepare yourself, Aaron. And that's the biggest thing because – if you're, here's what I've always said. If you want to go blog somewhere and you want to go aggregate and you just want to, you know, do it to do it and just write some stories, I'm all for that. That's fine if that's what you want to do with your career. But if, if, if you have this fire and this burn that you want to do more and you want to go in depth with interviews and you, and you want to be a part of the community and for that community to respect you and like you, you have to work your ass off. And, and you know, that's just, that's just the bare facts of it, as you can attest to, with all your hard work. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumpacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Well, thank you, first of all. And um, yeah, no, that that's the biggest thing that I, I've noticed in our line of work is, you know, one do guys and girls have the willingness? Do they, do they, are they willing to sacrifice? Like I said, you know, I host Fox sports radio every Saturday night. I mean, I've had 
three or four Saturdays off in probably the last three or four years. And I miss a lot of birthdays, a lot of this, a lot of that. And this is now as I'm established, let alone when I was 23, 24, 25, you know, really quick, you kind of went in depth with the Tennessee stuff for somebody young listening. How have you gone about building your network of, you know, their sources, but, but I'm sure that, you know, there there are people that, that obviously look, I I think the thing that I've learned in, in my you know, career is that for people to give you information, they got to trust you. So how, how have you just gone about meeting people, connecting with people, and then most importantly, building the trust where somebody in Gainesville can say, hey, Trey, I just want you to know, you might want to hit the police department or, or you know, follow up on this note. Um, how have you gone about building that network? Because again, when you say you have five, six, seven sources just on one story on Tennessee, it speaks to the amount of work that goes into doing what you do. You know, I, I think it's all about contacts. The biggest thing I, I, I had this conversation with somebody like two weeks ago because they asked me kind of advice on this. And, and I think so when I got started in the business, every time I would get a contact or a name, uh, anything, you save it. You put it in your Rolodex. Um, I've had the same phone number for 20 years. Okay. And I, I build up those contacts. I build up different connections because you save those numbers. And I mean that in a sense of, okay, they've heard my voice before somehow. So you start to build up a connection to that and you go on from there. Uh, and, and, and so the biggest advice that I would give people is have yourself a Rolodex. And I don't mean, I call it a Rolodex. I don't know if people that are just now graduating really know what a Rolodex is, but I, you know, contacts in the phone, numbers that you don't want in the phone may be written down somewhere else. Um, but, but trying to establish relationships with people is very tough because college coaches, basketball, whatnot, NFL, and this goes for anything. It's not, it, it's a two-way street. Like there's in, in times where college coaches, and we're just being honest with each other here, college coaches might need something, you might need something, administrators might need something, you might have a story or something along those lines. Um, so it's, it's building up a rapport with these guys, and, and it's difficult. But the biggest thing is, is I would say is, hey, you know, if, if, if you're somewhere at an event or you're covering something or, you know, what's the best way? Like Nick Saban would come down to Mobile and he would do his Nick Kids thing, um, charity organization. And... He started doing it when he got to Alabama. I was already out. But I, I told somebody down there that was reporting, hey, look, you're not going to get Nick Saban's number, but get somebody close to him that's working with him. Get his SID's number. Get somebody. Keep those SID numbers, sports information director's numbers handy. Have them all the time. When you run into coaches at camps, you know, hey, I'm so-and-so. Here's my phone number. Can we trade numbers? You know, all you have to do is ask. If they say no, they say no. Um, but, but I think the biggest thing is if you build up over time is always save something. If somebody gives you a number, like, you know, I, I've shared your number with folks before uh, for interviews and everything. And that's because, you know, I, I, I saved it and somebody comes along, hey, who would be good to talk college basketball or college football or whatnot with? Okay, my boy AT. Let me send that over. And that's what I'm getting at when it comes to these conversations. And like, you know, like like the stuff in Gainesville, you know, that was just me at first reaching out to folks uh, within the police department down there. 
reaching out to folks that were somewhat associated with the football program, um, calling the detective twice a day, you know, to, to get a little background on things. Um, just making sure that you are in the moment, that you are taking care of your business, meaning it doesn't matter if you pester people. Like if you text them or call them a lot, all they can do is hang up on you and all they can do is say, no, I don't want to comment or whatnot. But on the flip side of that, you might get something out of it. Something good might come out. You might get some information that actually helps with what you're doing. And I'm not talking about breaking news. Always remember that there's, you got to do background on stuff as well. And you know, this like keeps, build stuff up where you can use it in a year, not to your advantage, but that you have the information and the knowledge. So it's a, it's a fine line, Aaron, and you know this, but I, I, I think that if, if you just start trying to make relationships, when you go on campus and you're going to, uh, I'll just use, since we're in Knoxville, like a Rick Barnes presser or something like that, or, or you see an assistant coach off to the side or you know, they're, they're, they're out at dinner or you get their phone number somehow, you know, just by being around. Um, those are relationships to keep. And, 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 and you might not even need them, but just have them. And, and another thing, I'll add it real quick, sports agents. Those are big. Sports agents, publicists, those are big. Get their numbers. Because a lot of times, they're going to need a favor from you. And then on the back end, you can cash in on that favor. And, 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 and whatever that might be. So that, that kind of be my advice too, is just stay up to date with the people that you talk to because you never know when you're going to need them. Very good. A couple, couple things. Um, you know, yeah. one, you know, you, you, you obviously, like I said, you went from fan run radio Knoxville, since I known you to outkick uh, over the last year. Now, let me ask you another question. Do you find, cause I know that I'm this way. As you have success, it's almost like you feel like you have to work just as hard, if not harder, for whether it's your own mental space, whether it's whatever. Obviously, you're decompressing now. Uh, I'm glad you are. I'll be decompressing in a few days from now myself. Do you find yourself like, okay, I've made it, but now I got to take it to another level to to stay where I'm at or whatever? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I think that you know, I was, I was, I was ready for stuff along the lines of this when I was working with the read optional. Uh, dot com and 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 working for a great editor ollie conley um when i was in nashville you know that was for about four years um and then i did i i moved over to knoxville you know i added you know, i had an option you know it was either go cover alabama and auburn again back in the state or and there was one other offer or move you know to knoxville and cover tennessee on a daily basis while also hosting doing kind of a radio show and the grind it never stopped it was always radio show football practice radio show football practice and it got to a point where I was even hosting my own radio show and I got to a point where okay wait a minute like this is a lot like I got to take a step back um how can we make this work where I can still do my job by being over on campus every single day but also um, being on the radio because it, the radio is kind of what I grew up on. Um, so, I, you know, thanks to Russell Smith, me and him worked it out where, okay, I, I, I'm going to do radio, but there's going to be days where I'm on campus and, and I can't be there. And, and thank goodness we had a, a good buddy named Bear 
there as well to do it. And but I but I think that I always considered myself, you know, I was a beat writer and then I would do radio. Um, and, and that was the biggest thing. And, 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 you know, it doesn't matter if you're working for a radio station or whatnot, as long as you've got the website around you. And, and I think that as long as you're putting in the hard work, um, it's going to work out. And I think that, you know, and I, and I, and I, I don't ever toot my own horn, but I proved that with, with Fox Sports Knoxville. Now, they didn't really have a website presence, um, but I turned it into one. And it's, and it, it, you know, it didn't, it, it meant a lot to me, I guess, to break it, but it meant a lot to me for guys like Russell Smith and Bear because there was those, you know, those, those call letters on the bottom of ESPN. Right. And you have to understand too, it's people know who broke the stories. Okay, but it's also about the company that you're working for because they take that in, they notice that, they appreciate being seen. I guess is the best way to put it. Um, so you know that worked out from there, um, and then I had an opportunity where I could take another step with with Rocky Top Insider, who's a great company um, owned by John Osborne and Bob Baskerville um, to cover the Tennessee beat more extensively. And you know it just it just happened with Outkick. You know, it, it really did. I, I started getting some uh, some feelers kind of to me right right when the season was starting. It was weird timing, um, but it was an opportunity that I knew I couldn't pass up um, at the time. And and I'd have been fine, Aaron, staying where I was at, making a nice living, covering the Tennessee beat and doing that. But I always felt in my heart I wanted to get back to covering the Southeastern Conference as a whole um because i knew there were some big things on the horizon and um so we did that and and working for outkick now fox um you know it, it's taken that to a to a whole nother level and now we're you know i'm i'm trying i am you know we're, we're we built something over there clay travis built something but i'm trying to add on to that and and the things that we've done this year from you know from from college football traveling all over to covering national championship games, to covering NCAA tournaments, to covering the College World Series, you know, it is it is a grind to get to that point, and I'll never stop. And that's the biggest thing is like I'll never I don't care where I'm working at, I I I, I could be I could be working anywhere in the country, and I'll never stop grinding. I could be working for rivals or two four seven or on three anybody else in the business, and but it won't stop who I am because I've already and you the you're the same way you've already built up who you are inside so it's not going to change wherever you go you're always still going to be grinding you're still going to be working your ass off um and and nothing's going to change and i think that's the biggest thing is kind of where we sit now and i think that's also where you find that that line where okay when do i when do i finally take a break when do i find that time where because i'm telling you you'll run yourself into the ground and about, and I'll be on, and I'll be very, very honest with you. About a week before Omaha, I sat down and I was like, "Okay, I'm tired. Uh, my brain's tired. Um, I'm not having as much fun daily getting a story out that I should." And, and right then, I knew what that meant. I was like, "I need to take a break." 
I need to shut down the computer and not do anything in three weeks, I'll be back and ready to go. And I think that's what some people have to learn, but I didn't take that. I didn't take a vacation for three years for three years. I didn't take, and you know where I, I, was, I was down in Mexico for my best friend's wedding that ass decided to get married on the first weekend of college football. Yeah. And I'm yeah. sitting in Mexico in Tennessee and I'm on the Tennessee beat. Okay. And Tennessee loses to Georgia state. And I don't know it until I finally get a signal crossing the border between Mexico and U.S. the next morning. So I'm like, oh, shit, I'm coming back to a firestorm in Knoxville. Um, But it's but it's the fun stories that that you sit back and you realize that you've gone through. But it's also a grind. and, And people should know this. Literally, that was and that's my fault, too, that I haven't taken the time that I needed. But I wanted to work my ass off to get where I'm at now and to continue to grow, whether that be at Outkick, whether that be at the next stop, who knows? But I just, I had that instilled into me. So finally, I I just, I had to take a break. First time in three years I have ever gone over two days not doing something. And that's just the way we are, Aaron. And, and, and you can attest to that. When we're not working, we're still working. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, and you don't, and you don't have to be like that. You don't, but if you really want to try to make a name for yourself in the business, you got to be somewhere near it. And you got to understand you're going to maybe not miss out on they, you know, Christmases and stuff like that, but you're damn well going to be working. Yeah. You're damn well going to be working. No, and, um, you know, first of all, yeah, I mean, again, I've, I've hosted radio every Christmas, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, whatever. Uh, New Year's Day, whatever, and it's just... I've listened to you. I know. Yeah, I would always you have on. you on the background. You were on with me uh, on New Year's Eve this year, uh, talking Georgia, Georgia, Michigan. Um, yep. What was I going to say? A couple things really quick. Uh, I had a follow-up there, but I lost my train of thought. But, you know, you but it, it, it doesn't end. And, uh, oh, what I was going to say was, you know, even at my age, as long as I've been doing this, 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 this summer was the first time that I've taken some time, too, and I'm really excited about it because... You know, we had a, my wife's friend had a, a wedding. She, she didn't have a wedding. She got married uh, Memorial Day weekend. And my wife was like, you really don't have to go if you're going to. And I'm like, I've worked every, excuse my language, children, turn down the car, but turn down the, I've worked every fucking Christmas, New Year's, New Year's Day. I've been on air New Year's Eve when the ball drops. It's like, forgive me if I want to spend time with, with close friends and family. So you're on vacation. We'll get you out. With, that's with, the biggest thing too. Like that's the biggest thing too. Like you have to realize that there are no vacations. Like there are no holidays. Like you, you can enjoy the holidays, but New Year's Eve, I'm talking to you. It was, I don't know, uh, it was 11:30. It might have been after the the ball had dropped, and, and we're on the phone, and I'm working. It's because Georgia and Michigan, I just got done playing down in Miami. You know, and, and, and you don't stop. Like on Christmas, there are bowl games. We've got basketball going on. We've got all this stuff. And I wouldn't trade it for the world. I love it. I've always, I've always said this. I am living a dream. Don't wake me up. I'm living a dream. Even though sometimes I might get agitated or pissed off and I might seem like I'm going crazy. It's not. It's just, that's just hard work and dedication. I think everybody has that um, because we get to that certain point in life, Aaron, where you've got to figure out if this is what you want to do for a living. And if it is, just be prepared for it. And in the perfect, you know, uh, 
that's the perfect explanation or the perfect examples of how this business can get to you. Um, but if you don't find a way to make, and the biggest, I'll say this, mental health is very huge in what we do. And I think if you don't find the time, Aaron, to, to make sure your mental health is okay when you're doing this, then you're gonna struggle. Um, but me finally having an awakening and be like, okay, let's take a break. That's mental health saying, okay, you got to do something different. And, and it's the same with you. No, so no, it's my, when you talk about mental health, the only reason I'm smiling is I'm not in any way mocking mental health. My wife is a marriage family therapist and she always jokes that I'm her number one client. So, uh, so, so yes. So the mental health, uh, you know, element of it is, uh, it's serious. You know, I'll, I'll let you out on this tray. You mentioned you know, first of all, you're at Outkick, you, you know, grind, SEC Media Day is coming up quick. You said the future, uh, uh, you know, you, you wanted to join Outkick to, to kind of cover on more of a, at least a, 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 an extreme regional scale with the SEC, but really the national scale. You know, as we record, this could be old news by the time people listen to this, but, but the USC-UCLA news has broken over the last couple of days um, right now. The ACC is still intact. Right now, we're trying to figure out what's going to happen with the, the, the Pac-12 and the Big 12. Notre Dame is still independent in football as we record. But, you know, you said you, you thought big things were coming for the SEC by the time you signed on with OutKick. Texas, Oklahoma uh, were, you know, members in, in name, if not on the field. What do you envision the next, you know, 10 years? You know, you've been doing this probably about 10 years now. What do you envision the next 10 years uh, as we look forward in college sports? I think you're going to see uh, I, the Pac-12 is kind of clinging to life here and trying to figure out the best landing spot that would help the teams that are currently in, still in the Pac-12. Um, and that that is joining up with another conference um, or, or having some kind of championship game with another conference or forming another alliance, um, then, then so be it. I think that's what you're going to see happening. Um, I also think that in talking with some folks, the SEC is not done. And you have to remember, yet this is a, a very, very key date in mind. When that ESPN and SEC contract starts, so we've technically got three years, three years, four years, because it's 25 season um, when, when it, when it kind of goes down. Or the 24 season, but they want, you know, Texas and Oklahoma to join early because they want it to kick off right when the SEC ESPN contract starts. Don't be surprised over the next month or two that you're going to see multiple ACC teams jump in with the SEC. Um, and don't be surprised when Notre Dame joins the Big Ten. And if they don't, if they don't, they know that they have a safety net with the SEC. The SEC would take Notre Dame in in a heartbeat. Um, Notre Dame's a little tricky because they've got, you know, contracts with NBC and whatnot. But here's the biggest thing. Contracts are meant to be broken. You can get out of the contract. You just got to pay the fee to get out. Um, to me, in talking with a few folks in the last couple of days, wouldn't surprise me if the SEC kind of helped out with maybe some exit fees for a couple ACC teams that they decided they wanted to come. Uh, you can make some money off the back end of that. Um, and you have to remember, too, we're in a weird spot right now. And you know this. You've got Fox. You got ESPN, and then you got CBS. CBS has been the dominating factor of SEC football for the last 20 some odd years. 
and CBS is going to be losing the SEC. So now they're trying to stay in the college football game somehow. Okay, well, how do you do that? Okay, what's the Big 12 and the Pac-12 doing? What would the Pac-12 look like if we added a few teams or they left? Or they're going to try to stay in it somehow, and it's all about what kind of games they can get. I mean, it's going to be different. Do you want to see, you know, Arizona playing Arizona State at 915 on CBS? I don't know if that will ever happen. But I'm just saying it's it's not just ESPN and Fox are the big dogs here. CBS is still a big dog for the next couple of years, but that's going to be over. But they still want a piece of the pie. They still want to stay in the game. So th- this is all being driven by these networks, okay? And, it, and, it, and it's smart by these schools, too, to jump in and get in on the action now because in, a two, in two years or even a year, you're going to have so many different teams and so many different conferences it's going to look completely different and it's going to be ran by the contracts that they've got with these big networks. And I know it looks different and I know change is weird. Like it would be weird. You know, somebody texted me the other day and they were like, do you think Duke would come to the sec? And I'd be like, you know, and I, and I told him, I was like, well, you know, man, that would look really weird. Well, having Duke in Southeastern conference basketball, that would be crazy um, in, in, in a good way. Uh, but you just don't know right now because you've got teams currently scrambling. I know of five teams right now that are currently scrambling from the ACC to figure out if they could join the SEC because of the money. And you, and you have to realize this. It's all about the money. Like these, these schools get these hefty payouts every year from $70 million to $80 million. You know, when Texas and Oklahoma join, it's at Vanderbilt – is going to be getting a nice written check at the end of every year because of what these other teams are doing. So not, not a shot to Vanderbilt because they're baseball, basketball, good and all that. Football, not really. But I think what we're going to see, you know, is by the time this happens is Notre Dame potentially jumping into a, a conference full-time, not just lending themselves to the ACC for other sports. Um, and, and then I, I, I think we're going to see – you know, either the Big 12 or the Pac-12 join in or one of those conferences is going to get raided and the other one's going to be done. And I don't see the Big 12 being the one that's going to be done because you've still got those teams in there. And just just think Oklahoma State in general. You've still got certain teams in the Big 12, Aaron, that are, that are worth keeping around compared to the Pac-12 right now, or let's be really, really honest, it's Oregon. Maybe, maybe Stanford. Um, Washington still holds a name, but it doesn't drive the ratings like like some of these. So we'll see some craziness. I, I think it's going to happen before the football season starts. Wow. And it's and it's and, and and but but it's being driven by these networks. That's the biggest thing. They want these contracts done. They want to start figuring out. They want a negotiating period. So I promise you, Greg Sankey has a few names for extending the conference. And when that goes down, I I don't know, but there's a lot of backdoor channeling going on right now. And look how surprised everybody was last week when USC and UCLA joined the Big Ten. This stuff is going to happen, and it's going to happen like that. And uh, I I just feel like folks need to prepare for that, um, especially all the conversations I'm having, which I'm sure you're hearing as well. 
Well, it's funny. I'll get you on a few things. One, you know, I have a buddy. I don't know if you know him, Mark Ryan. He's a radio host in in uh, South Carolina, and he got dragged last year because he tweeted something about Clemson and Florida State have reached out to the SEC, and all the big Jays didn't like it, and da 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 da. And I said, of course they did. Everybody's reaching out to everybody. It's a game of phone tag, and so. I've been in touch with him. I think he's been largely vindicated over the last couple of weeks with everything that's gone on. And maybe by the time people listen to this, you know, it, stuff will have happened uh, that, that, you know, we're talking about now. The only other thing I would say is the Notre Dame thing. I'll, I'll just say I, I was blown away. This actually happened on air on Saturday. We were talking about it. Jason Martin and I, who I know is another good buddy here. Uh, and we were talking, you know, is Notre Dame, is it not? I don't think people realize their contract with NBC that everybody raves about. Oh, it's this incredible. They make $15 million a year off that contract. And even with the money they get from the ACC for the other sports, they're going to be making like between about a half and a third of what uh, Minnesota and Purdue and whatever are making. And that's a, a thing that, you know, when I do the normal Aaron Torres podcast, where I'm just talking about the topics of the day, I said, guys, I know everybody thinks this is this amazing sweetheart deal. They're going to be, as you said, behind Vanderbilt, behind Purdue, behind Illinois, behind, like not just behind, like leaps and bounds behind. And so, you know, I, I said on whatever, you know, the days are all running together, but I said, if I'm NBC, I rip up that contract today and, and go to them with a blank check and say, what do we got to do to keep you 22 and beyond? Because, um, that the money that they're making now relative to everybody else, were you say something? I mean, it cut, it go along there. No, I was going to add on to what you were saying. No, no. Yeah. So I, I, that, well, that was just one thing that, that I, you know, among well, the I think, I think too, I think too, NBC is going to have to make a decision. Yep. Okay. What are we going to put more money into Sunday night football, which is biggest thing in the NFL. To me, it's Sunday night football. Monday Number night football, we usually TV show. In, yeah, in Monday night football, we get crappy games that I don't care about most of the time, you know. And 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 Sunday night football, it's such a money maker. And yes, you're right. NBC has pretty much shafted Notre Dame, and it's because they got the sweetheart deal like CBS currently has with the SEC. I mean, that that, that is a sweetheart deal. CBS is getting away with murder with what they are giving the sec so you know does nbc come back and say okay we'll pay you you know 70 mil a year for your television rights i don't know maybe that happens but i've got this weird feeling that if notre dame's got to make a decision real quick do they want all these other sports just to stay in the acc and they want to do their thing when it comes to football or do they finally want to make the jump and make a lot of money. Notre Dame sells itself. Notre Dame football sells itself, and I completely understand that. But the times of them just hanging around outside of a conference and not doing anything, that's over. They're going to join a conference. It's just going to be which one are they going to join. And, 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 you know, it, it, it's the same thing with, with BYU. How long did BYU go without having to try to join a conference? But then you start seeing those money figures, and they're like, okay, let's get in. Let's do it. I'm just saying, I, I think a time is coming. Notre Dame is going to hop in somewhere, and you're going to see some crazy games, and I'm excited about it. Uh, but college football is changing. And, and let's not forget this. I'll say this as an ender. It's not just college football, man. It's college basketball. It's college baseball. 
And a lot of what people aren't understanding when it comes to these alignments is, man, you're going to have UCLA basketball traveling to Ann Arbor in the middle of December. You know, God knows how many miles to get there, how many miles back. Like the football part of it's easy. It's the other sports that are going to become the problem. A three-game series between UCLA and, and, I don't know, Michigan State and baseball. You know, I'm just saying there's a lot more to it than just football. And I know football drives it, but, man, basketball is right there on the tail. So don't, don't, overlook, don't overlook the other sports. They're just as important in the long run, March Madness, NCAA tournament, whatnot, than it is with football. So lots of things going on, brother. A lot of things going on, including Trey Wallace taking almost, um, you know, an hour on your vacation. Now I feel guilty because you're on vacation. You're supposed to be not in front of the computer. NER. So, so I assume you'll make your triumphant return SEC media days. You'll be back in a few weeks in uh, Atlanta. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Uh, going to get down to Atlanta and uh, college football hall of fame, SEC media days going on. Lots of stuff happening. I, I think the conversations are going to be, it's going to be how many times can we answer or ask these coaches, this new alignment conversation talk, without it getting stale and old. Like, honestly, that's it. Like, what other storylines are going in right now besides NIL? The Jimbo Nick stuff, that's done. People are tired of talking about it and walking, whatever. I think the the biggest thing going into media days is what's conference realignment look like in the next couple of years. And I think you're going to see a lot of coaches being asked that question. You're going to get a lot of vanilla answers. Be prepared for that. But I'll say this. Last year at media days, chaos ensued with Texas and Oklahoma. And you had Ross Bjork flying into Birmingham, you know, to, to try to set things, you know, his way, A&M's way, with Texas about to join. Just don't be surprised if some craziness goes down the next two weeks before we get to Atlanta. I'm just saying. I was going to say, I thought maybe that meant South Carolina's uh, AD would be flying in to, to throw his body in front of Clemson being an ACC member here soon. So, Trey, Trey Wallace told you, man. All right, make sure to follow Trey on Twitter at Trey Wallace underscore. Dude, man, thank you so much. Enjoy your vacation, man. Enjoy your vacation. I, again, I don't know what you do up there. You know, you're in Tennessee now. I know you're traveling a little bit before uh, before media days. Have some, have a glass of wine, have a cold beer, whatever you, whatever your drink of choice is. Unwind, watch some Netflix, uh, and you know, I appreciate your time, man. I really do. Brother, it's always a pleasure. Continue kicking ass, man. I'm always listening to you. I always pull up the app. Whenever I'm not even doing anything, I'm listening to you at night just because uh, I got the app on in the background. So continue killing it, brother. I appreciate everything you do, and uh, we'll be talking here soon. It's football season. Football season. Trey Wallace, outkick.com. Make sure to be following Trey. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.